Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 5, texts 4 and 5. So the subject is a closer look at attachment, aversion and detachment. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 5, texts 4 and 5, and the subject is closer look at attachment, aversion, and renunciation or detachment. <coughs> Alright, so let's chant this verse. Let's chant word to word first and then line by line as usual. So please repeat after me. <coughs> Sankhya. Yogao Prithak Balah Pravadanti Na Panditah Ekam Api Asthitah Samyak Ubhayo Vindate Phalam <coughs> So line by line, Sankhya Yoga Prithagbalaha Pravadanti Napanditaha Ekam Apyasthitaha Samyag Ubhayor Vindate Phalam Once more, Sankhya Yoga Prithagbalaha Pravadantina Panditaha Ekam Apyasthitaha Samyag 
ಉಭಯೋರ್ವಿಂದತೆ ಫಲಂ ಸಾಂಖ್ಯ ಆನಲಿಟಿಕಲ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಯೋಗ ವರ್ಕ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಪೃಥಕ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಬಾಲಾ ದ ಲೆಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರವದಂತಿ ಸೇ ನ ನೆವರ್ ಪಂಡಿತ ದ ಲರ್ನರ್ ಏಕಂ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ ಅಪಿ ಈವನ್ ಆಸ್ಥಿತ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಟೆಡ್ ಸಮ್ಯಕ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ಉಭಯೋ ಆಫ್ ಬೋತ್ ವಿಂದತೆ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ಸ್ ಫಲಂ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಎಸ್ ದಿವ್ಯಾಂಗ್ ರೇಸ್ ಎ ಸಿ ಭಕ್ತ ವಿಧಾನದ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದಕಿ ಜಾಯ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪೀಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಕರ್ಮಯೋಗ ಆಸ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಆನಲಿಟಿಕಲ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಸಾಂಖ್ಯ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಲರ್ನಡ್ ಸೇ ದಟ್ ಹೀ ಹೂ ಅಪ್ಲೈಸ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವೆಲ್ ಟು ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪಾತ್ಸ್ ಅಚೀವ್ಸ್ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಬೋತ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ವಿ ಗೋ ಫರ್ದರ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ bring your attention to the semantics here um you see this sankhya yoga usually sankhya yoga it, it, it's a it's a subject by itself sankhya yoga now um i'll show you a verse how you see okay my main point is this before we go further so sankhya yoga because there is a word there is a phrase called sankhya yoga and lord kapila he actually uh, propounded extensively on sankhya yoga but here sankhya yoga is translated as sankhya as analytical study of material world and yoga as work in devotional service as two separate things why i wanted to observe these things so that a little bit a glimpse into sanskrit grammar so these are useful because when you see similar patterns then you will um understand why it is translated like that because otherwise you will think you know sometimes people think when they don't understand these intricacies they will think that oh you see shri prabhupad translated according to his convenience you know sometimes it can come i have devotees who have um, or not re- really devotees they were skeptical about the whole thing so they were trying to pick these kind of um, you know faults with prabhupad <laughs> so let's understand you see sankhya yoga sankhya analytical study and yoga is work in devotional service now let me show you another shloka where sankhya yoga is explained as um, as one word let me see sankhya and yoga abhyam here also it's different um okay let me see sankhya yoga okay here if you see known as sankhya yoga 32410 o killer of the enemy 
the unborn lord brahma who is almost independent in acquiring knowledge could understand that a portion of the supreme personality of godhead in his quality of pure existence had appeared in the womb of devahuti just to explain the complete state of knowledge known as sankhya yoga so sankhya yoga is here used as one thing one study you know analytical study of um, the material and the spiritual natures of course there is one atheistic kapila there are two kapilas one is the avatar of krishna who is the partial expansion of krishna and the other is an atheist also by the name kapila who also propounded sankhya philosophy but that sankhya philosophy is different it's atheistic it, it has no consideration of soul and um, god no consideration of atma and paramatma only the material elements analyzing the material elements and basically today's modern scientists are followers of this kind of sankhya 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 means to count and sankhya means to enumerate the different kinds of uh, elements that comprise this material energy and try to understand this whole creation as a combination of these uh, elements in other words to understand this material world as a combination of matter without any touch of spirit so similarly the scientists today scientists they think that the world is just evolving on its own nature evolution and then you know material atoms they come together and form life and form evolution all these things they have many different ideas but they don't consider the soul and they don't consider the super soul god so and this is atheistic philosophy and the atheist uh, atheist kapila he also propounded sankhya philosophy but here uh, this sankhya philosophy the son of devahuti devahuti suta kapila is different it's totally with consideration of atma and paramatma also so anyway so sankhya yoga is used as a one term here but here in today's there is sankhya yoga is uh, translated as two separate things etavan sankhya yoga abhyam also two things why how you can say that it is two things because of this au at the end yogau that is dual just like in english there is singular and plural in sanskrit there is singular dual and plural three um, what is that what is that word called like tense past tense present tense future tense but this is what is this called singular dual and plural what is that word for these things i don't know in english so anyway <clears throat> so this is dual word when au is there there is a dual i'll give you an example if you remember in chaitanya charitamrita the second verse <coughs> you see this this is a prayer to gaurnitai vande shri krishna chaitanya nityanandau sahoditau gaudodaye pushpavantau chitrau shandau tamonudau see au 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 so this is because it's referring to like shri krishna chaitanya nityanandau that means both of them um, here sankhya yoga sankhya and yoga together i think there is another um, krishna balaram pranam mantra jaladhara shashivarnao gopaveshau kishorau sahachara gana vrindai 
క్రీడమానౌ వ్రజేషౌ నటవరజితవేషౌ నీలపీతాంబరాద్యౌ జగతజననహేతు రామకృష్ణౌనతోస్మీ అగేన్ ఔ ఔ వెన్ ఇస్ కృష్ణ అండ్ బలరామ్ జలధర శశివర్ణౌ జలధర మీన్స్ ద హోల్డర్ ఆఫ్ వాటర్ వాట్ ఈస్ దాట్ క్లౌడ్ జల మీన్స్ వాటర్ ధర మీన్స్ హోల్డ్ ద హోల్డర్ ఆఫ్ వాటర్ ఈస్ ద క్లౌడ్ సో ద క్లౌడ్ శ్యామ్ సుందర్ యూనో ద కలర్ ఆఫ్ ద క్లౌడ్ సో జలధర శశి శశి మీన్స్ ద మూన్ వైట్ సో ద డార్క్ అండ్ ద వైట్ సో కృష్ణ అండ్ బలరామ్ జలధర శశివర్ణౌ సో దాట్స్ డ్యూవెల్ అగేన్ గోపవేషౌ బోత్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ ఆర్ డ్రెస్డ్ ఎస్ గోపస్ ఆర్ కౌహర్ బాయ్స్ కిషోరౌ బోత్ ఇన్ దర్ యూత్స్ సో ఇన్ దాట్ వే ఔ మీన్స్ డ్యూవెల్ సో దర్ దర్ ఫోర్ వెన్ ఇట్ సెట్ సాంఖ్య యోగౌ you have to understand that it is dual it's two things it's not sankhya yoga as one thing see so that's just to make you understand the semantics so that you know you're aware of these intricacies because in the translation in the in the translation of that you see word to word translation sankhya means analytical study of the material world and yoga means work of work in devotional service the grammatical the grammatical part is not translated you see why it is um, put together Uh, and how it is put together that how that thing it's difficult to explain in the word to word so just to make you understand that okay so having understood that let's proceed only the ignorance speak of devotional service karma yoga as being different from analytical study of the material world sankhya those who are actually learned say that he who applies himself well to one of these paths achieves the result of results of both now uh take another note how yoga uh work in devotional service is here in the translation shri prabhupad mentioned as karma yoga uh if, let me just check here yeah actually in the original uh work this is actually what you are seeing here is a changed version of the books so they are slightly rephrased but uh, in the original one it is uh, it is said only the ignorant speak of karma yoga and devotional service as being different from the analytical study of the material world sankhya those who are actually learned say that he who applies himself well to one of these paths achieves the results of both so it's it's almost the same is is that karma yoga and devotional service so actually karma yoga devotional service prabhupada translated yoga especially in this case karma yoga as devotional service so i think i have touched upon this point in one of the lectures karma yoga what is actually karma yoga karma yoga is usually understood as you know uh, when one is actually it has many different uh, meanings according to the context like the word karma itself has many different meanings uh, according to the context karma means work karma means sanctioned action um, then there is um, karma also means the law of uh, action and reaction you know as they say oh my karma you know like they say like that so that is also that so in the different ways in different places it is meaning different thing similarly karma yoga also has its different um degrees of meaning or flavors of meaning so 
karma yoga means to dovetail the activities in krishna's service now <clears throat> when one is um, not a devotee right when he is supposed for example a demigod worshipper worshiping all kinds of devatas that is also ca- classified as karma yoga because at least he is following the vedic principles he is following the vedic processes of you know uh, some sacrificial performance or whatever it is and in such sacrificial performances there is uh, official worship of vishnu even if one has to worship a particular devata say for example ganesh it ha- uh, he the, the worshipper has to worship krishna and then offer the results of such worship the share of such sacrifices to ganesh so that is the process in any demigod worship so he is forced to worship lord vishnu so because there is worship of vishnu that will slowly elevate him but because he is not a devotee he is still full of material desires he will not advance very much it will take many 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 hundreds and thousands of lifetimes to come to the stage of pure devotional service that way uh, that too even if he is <laughs> um only when he is um, benedicted by the association of a pure devotee after all those lifetimes then yes he can actually become a pure devotee so that is also karma yoga and when one is a devotee suppose one is still working outside for example he is he is doing his job and um after the, you know um working his job at the end of the month there is salary and that salary portion of it should be given to krishna according to the actual standards it's 50% 50% of one's income one should give to the krishna consciousness movement so that is also karma yoga he is engaged in karma but then the result is given to krishna so that is called yoga connection the connection with krishna that is yoga so in that so called demigod worship the connection is very feeble huh? one is you know as a matter of duty he ha- he is doing because he has to do that but not out of devotion but then when one is a devotee and still is working outside then is you know um you know offering some of the results to krishna that is karma yoga that is more devotional service in fact 50% of the income is going to krishna of course maybe not everybody can do it right at the onset but whatever he gives that is also karma yoga the 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 standard is 50% okay so that is also karma yoga and a full time devotee who is fully engaged in krishna consciousness krishna consciousness means full of activity full of activity in krishna consciousness that means devotional service when there is service seva all kinds of activities are there there is hearing there is chanting there is remembering there is prasadam distribution book distribution there is deity worship and there is cooking there is managing temple cleaning the floor floor traveling sometimes uh, to other countries to open temples there all these are different varieties of activities just as an ordinary person and materialist would engage in a materialist per- materialistic person also would engage in all these things but not connected with krishna he will also cook he will also clean his house he will also do everything he will also travel he will also uh, manage his business or whatever but all that is not connected with krishna so when a full time devotee like dedicated devotee 
he is engaging in all sorts of activities in Krishna consciousness. That is also called Karma Yoga. Because in that Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, there is so many Karmas involved. There are so many actions involved, activities involved. So, all of these can be termed as Karma Yoga. But Srila Prabhupada took always the highest definition of it. The devotional service. So, with that let us understand. So, here this verse is saying that the ignorant, those who are not aware of spiritual science very much, they say that Karma Yoga or devotional service is different from the analytical study of material world Sankhya. Hmm. That means if they say that this is these both are different, then that is ignorance. Those who are actually learned say that he who applies himself well to one of these paths achieves the results of both. Now, how is that so? Let us see. Purport. The aim of analytical study of the material world is to find the soul of existence. Now, this is actually the aim of the analytical study. To find the soul of existence. What is the, at the very core of the entire gigantic cosmic manifestation, what is actually driving it? And that is um, on the macro scale, on the cosmic scale, in the micro scale, in our own body. What is actually driving this material body to analytically study this? That's why Srila Prabhupada many times, you know, gave so many examples, especially, you know, from the second chapter. He always asked these questions. What is the difference between a living body and a dead body? What is different? If you cut open the body, there is no difference between a living body and a dead body. All the parts are intact. Same. <coughs> why this body is living? Why this body is dead? Uh, what is the difference? So, in this way, we have to analyze. Uh, so, and the aim of such analytical study is to find the soul of existence. The soul of the material world is Vishnu or the, or the super soul. Devotional service to the Lord entails service to the super soul. See, one process is to find the root of the tree and the other is to water the root. The real student of Sankhya philosophy finds the root of the material world Vishnu <coughs> and then in perfect knowledge engages himself in the service of the Lord. This is the real student of Sankhya philosophy. He finds the root and then he waters the root. Therefore, in essence, there is no difference between the two because the aim of both is Vishnu. Those who do not know the ultimate end say that the purposes of Sankhya and Karma Yoga are not the same. But one who is learned knows the unifying aim in all these different processes. <coughs> so, Bhakti means one who has already understood that Krishna is the soul of all existences. Yathataror mola nishechanena tripyan titatskanda bhujopashakaha pranopahara chayatendriyanam. You see this verse. Tathaiva sarvarhanam achyutejyam. You see, as pouring water on the root of a tree energizes the trunk, branches, twigs and everything else and as supplying food to the stomach and livens the senses and limbs of the body, simply worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead through devotional service automatically satisfies the demigods who are parts of that Supreme Personality. And not only demigods, all living entities. 
two examples are given the root of the tree and the stomach of the body so just like for the tree we nourish it at the root and for the body we nourish it at the stomach the stomach is supplied all the uh, food whereas for the tree the root is supplied all the food or the water so we have to identify where is the root the the most efficient process uh, to uh, energize the body the most efficient and the most uh, and actually the only way uh, the real possible way of course there is other ways sometimes when one is sick but usually it's through the mouth unless when one is you know in the icu then all the tubes go into the you know body uh, that is that means it's in a it's in an abnormal condition the body is in an abnormal condition but when it is in a normal condition the healthy way of supplying food is through to the stomach through the mouth and the tree also should be watered at the root so sankhya means to analyze to study and find out where is the uh, what is the thing that i should be watering that is the sankhya philosophy so analyze and then find out come finally to the conclusion of oh okay i have to actually water the root but whereas the bhakti yogi he already knows that the root has to be watered he is already watering the root now both are same in the sense that ultimately they will come to the same path the the goal will be the same both will be engaging in krishna consciousness the one is already engaging in krishna consciousness and the the other one the sankhya yogi he will eventually come to this path right so that is being explained here now <clears throat> next verse 5.5 yat sankhyai praapyate sthanam tad yogairapigam yate ekam sankhyam cha yogam cha yah pashyati sa pashyati one who knows that the position reached by means of analytical study can also be attained by devotional service and who therefore sees analytical study and devotional service to be on the same level sees things as they are yah pashyati sa pashyati so purport the real purpose of philosophical research is to find the ultimate goal of life since the ultimate goal of life is self realization there is no difference between the conclusions reached by the two processes by sankhya philosophical research one comes to the conclusion that a living entity is not a part and parcel of the material world but of the supreme spirit whole consequently the spirit soul has nothing to do with the material world his actions must be in some relation with the supreme when he acts in krishna consciousness he is actually in his constitutional position in the first process sankhya one has to become detached from matter and in the devotional yoga process one has to attach himself to the work of krishna consciousness factually both processes are the same although superficially one process appears to involve detachment and the other process appears to involve attachment detachment from matter and attachment to krishna are one and the same one who can see this sees things as they are so here a more elaborate explanation is given of the same and i think it's quite self explanatory 
just that I want to touch upon especially this part factually both processes are factually both processes are the same although superficially one process appears to involve detachment and the other process appears to involve attachment detachment from matter and attachment to Krishna are one and the same one who can see this sees things as they are now <clears throat> what is attachment whether to Krishna or to the material world whatever it is what is attachment how do we identify attachment any uh, guesses how do we identify that we are attached how do we know we are attached actually you you give me your answer in the comments while i look for some very valuable uh, information that sundugopal prabhu has given in a recent class <coughs> what is the sign of attachment how do we know that we are attached or how do we know we are detached how do we understand Okay, uh, let me see if you have guessed anything. Loving Krishna is attachment. We are more attra- attracted towards materialistic life. Okay, attachment means <clears throat> we have some emotion attached to the events that take place. Or the thing that we are attached to. Attachment happens with emotions. When we are, Vanajakshi Mataji is saying, when we are detached, we are attracted towards Krishna consciousness. Okay. Okay. Let's understand feeling or liking for something. Yes. So there is a feeling involved. Attachment means there is a feeling involved. And that feeling can be anything. Now, we are not talking about the object of the attachment, what we are attached to. Let us leave that for, for, for the time being. How do we know what is the symptom of attachment? That there is a feeling attached, as Jairaj, Jairaj is uh, saying, <coughs> feeling or liking for something. Well, liking is just one of the many feelings. Feelings can be very many, you know many different flavors of feeling and these are called emotions and <clears throat> for example um, let's take this verse brahma samhita chapter 5 text 55 yam krodha kama sahaja pranayadibhiti vatsalya moha guru gaurava sevya bhavaihi Sanchintya tasya sadrishim tanumapurete 
గోవిందమాదిపురుషం తమహం భజామి నా యు సీ హు సీ ద వర్డ్స్ యం క్రోధ కామ సహజ ప్రణయాది భీతి వాత్సల్య మోహ గురు గౌరవ సేవ్యభావై సీ హౌ మెనీ ఫీలింగ్స్ ఆర్ హియర్ యు సీ దిస్ ఐ అడోర్ ద ప్రైమీవల్ లార్డ్ గోవింద ద మెడిటేటర్స్ ఆఫ్ హూమ్ బీయింగ్ బై మెడిటేటింగ్ అపాన్ హిమ్ అండర్ ద స్వే ఆఫ్ ర్యాత్ ద మీన్స్ యాంగర్ యామరస్ ప్యాషన్ నాచురల్ ఫ్రెండ్లీ లవ్ సహజ ఫియర్ భీతి పేరెంటల్ ఎఫెక్షన్ వాత్సల్య డెల్యూషన్ వట్ ఈస్ దట్ మోహ రెవరెన్స్ గురు గౌరవ అండ్ సేవ్య భావై అండ్ విల్లింగ్ సర్వీస్ అటైన్ టు బాడలీ ఫార్మ్స్ బీ ఫిటింగ్ ద నేచర్ ఆఫ్ దేర్ కాంటెంప్లేషన్ నా కాంటెంప్లేట్ ధ్యాయతో విషయాన్ పుంస లెట్స్ టేక్ దట్ యు సీ హౌ మెనీ దిస్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ అటాచ్మెంట్ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ దిస్ ఈస్ టు కృష్ణ but the attachment can happen in any of these ways whatever feelings we may have that is attachment like for example kamsa the demon kamsa he was attached to krishna by fear in fear he was thinking of krishna all the time whether he was sitting or standing everywhere he was seeing krishna only <laughs> but he in fear he was attached to krishna but in a negative way as long as we are contemplating that something we are attached to that and the contemplation only happens when there is a feeling towards it and that feeling can be either love hate fear or anything in between you see so either way either even with hate you can you can be attached to a person if you really hate someone ah i hope that person will get you know uh, get into an accident or you know we, we curse him and you know, always thinking of that person as long as we are thinking of that person we are attached to that person with a negative emotion it's not that we are detached hate hate is another relationship usually relationship is you know say we translate it into love you know or like likability or something like that but no even hate is a relationship so that relation when there is a relationship means there is a relation there is attachment so yam krodha kama sahaja pranayadi bhiti vatsalya moha guru gaur avasevya bhavai all these are attachments um i want to show something what was that yeah dhyayato vishayan pumsah now contemplation టూ డాట్ సిక్స్టీ టూ ధ్యాయతో విషయాన్ పుంస సంగస్తేషు పజాయతే సంగాత్ సంజాయతే కామ కామాత్క్రోధోభిజాయతే ధ్యాయత మీన్స్ వైల్ కాంటెంప్లేటింగ్ ధ్యానం మీన్స్ వాట్ దిస్ వర్డ్ ఈస్ కమింగ్ ధ్యాయత ఈస్ కమింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ద వర్డ్ ధ్యానం ధ్యానం మీన్స్ మెడిటేషన్ నౌ పీపుల్ సే ఐ వాంట్ టు డూ మెడిటేషన్ ఆర్ సమ్ పీపుల్ సే ఐ డూ మెడిటేషన్ యాక్చువల్లీ everyone is meditating everyone is meditating what is meditation not simply closing eyes and you know blanking the mind no meditation meditation means your your mind is 
thinking of something whatever that thing is you are meditating on that hmm. like they say um, uh, okay think about it meditate on it sleep on it you know they say that means what what is that that means meditate on it contemplate so that is also meditation the only thing is what you are meditating on everyone is meditating so dhyayataha while contemplating or meditating on what vishayan sense objects pumsaha of a person sangaha attachment teshu in the sense objects upajayate develops <clears throat> so this attachment when one contemplates one when one looks at sense objects or when one, when one hears of it, of them or when one smells some sense object he develops attachment for them and that attachment does not only mean favorable attachment it can be unfavorable also so if we suppose we are contemplating with our senses some sense objects um something which is disturbing to our sense gratification we hate that so that is also kind of attachment hatred so ichha dvesha samutthena dvandva mohena bharata this is a duality this this duality of attachment in the opposite or sorry in the positive and negative ways are both called attachment so aversion aversion means to have a strong dislike for something and aversion is only another sign of another uh, side of the coin of attachment it's it's two sides of the same coin aversion is not equal to detachment you see of course this verse goes on saying that um you know from such attachment lust develops and from lust anger arises and all that but i just want to sanga sanjayate kamaha hmm. sangasteshu pajayate so these these are the words i want to concentrate on so attachment some feeling we are we are investing some feeling into something and that is attachment we have seen um i mean maybe videos or photos or in real life we may have seen accidents now in an accident it looks horrible nobody likes to see an accident like that unless it's a sadist but when you see the accident it does not hurt us as much we we are surely hurt a little bit we, it, it is disturbing to our minds but then our disturbance is uh, very less compared to suppose a relative of the person who was in that accident oh that person um, you know he or she is thoroughly disturbed is completely her whole life becomes overturned because he either lost he or she either lost their partner or in or in serious trouble or whatever or even if nothing happened the property is lost the car is gone of course the insurance is there and all that but still it's a lot of trouble depending on the uh, extent of damage the feeling because there is so much feeling invested so when that feeling is you know that that is called hridaya granthi you know this hridaya granthi means the knot in the heart you know pumsastriya mithuni bhavam etad tayor mitho hridaya granthi maho hridaya granthi in the knots of attachment what are the knots of attachment these feelings you don't you don't see any knot there you know like 
you know, one thread there and knot. No, there is no knot there. What are the knots that are that it is speaking about? The knots of attachment, the strings of attachment, uh, the the feeling that we have. Those are the knots. Those are the strings. Um, so because that person is so much attached to that person who has met the accident, he or she, you know, is in uh, total shock. Whereas we, it's disturbing, but within two minutes we are like, you know, we are almost getting over the, you know, that disturbance. So because we don't have such kind of uh, deep-rooted attachment or feeling for that person. Hmm. So that's the difference. <clears throat> the same event, but how much feeling we have invested into that thing, that much it affects us. Even hate. If we really hate someone, that also affects us. Hmm. So, um, in this matter, I want to show another verse. Actually, Sundagopal Prabhu, he, he showed this very nicely in the other class, I think two weeks ago, in the Bhagavatam class. So, um, the effect of attachment, okay? Okay, first, we'll, let's go to here. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 10. See this. Vita Raga Bhaya Krodha Manmaya Mamupashritaha Bahavogyana Tapasa Putamad Bhava Magataha Being freed from attachment, fear and anger. Being fully absorbed in me and taking refuge in me, many many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me. And thus they all attain transcendental love for me. Now here, there is some seeming contradiction if you don't understand it properly. Now here it is said being freed from attachment. But here it is said attain transcendental love for me. This is attachment. Right? My Yasakta Partha, Krishna is saying in 7th chapter 1st verse, get attached to me. And here also it is said, Puta Madbhavam Agataha. They got attached to me. They have given up attachment and they got attached to me. Why they have given up attachment and gained attachment again? So, there are, you see, this attachment, fear and anger. Attachment, of course, here, it's raga. That means uh, attraction, like um, positive attachment, like in the sense that um, favorable attachment to material things. That means, you know, like one is favorably disposed to one's family. So, he thinks of his family but in a favorable way, how a favorable way, how to you know um, enjoy together and you know help them and you know, like that, and he also thinks of his enemy, but in a negative way. He, he thinks of both, but in, with different emotions attached. So both are attachments. Now here the raga means the positive way, the the favorable way. Uh, then bhaya is fear. With fear also we can always think of that person. That example is there, the wasp. I'll show you. And then uh, that is bhaya, fear. Krodha, anger. Shishupal was always angry with Krishna. And in the anger he was always thinking of Krishna. Hmm. So again, that is also attachment. Vita, uh, sorry, Vita means giving up. Raga, bhaya, krodha are all different emotions. You see that? These are all emotions. 
so when there is an emotion or feeling as jairaj has said in uh, attached to something or someone or an event uh, whichever whatever feeling it may be there is attachment involved and that is a symptom of attachment when we have feeling for something similarly the feeling for krishna that is attachment for him that feeling uh, so raga bhaya krodha manmaya mamapashrita so they have given up raga bhaya krodha but they have repo- it is not that they have actually given up now what is that what does it mean freed from means what they have given up these raga bhaya krodha towards sense objects but they have uh, dovetailed them into krishna's service attachment raga can be towards krishna or his devotees bhaya to be always fearful of the influence of maya always be careful of the influence of maya and always shield oneself from the influence of maya not exactly fearful means you know in a shock but we should always be careful so bhaya can be used in that way and krodha can be anger can be used in uh, against those people who are against krishna consciousness for example hanuman he used anger against ravana and his soldiers and he killed so many so that is employment of anger in krishna's service so feelings like i think um, uh narottam das thakur has said that uh, what is that kama krishna karmarpane let's see if we can find that i'm not sure kama krishna karmarpane let's see if we can find this hmm you see in the prema bhakti chandrika narottam das thakur has written kama krodha lobha moha madamatsarya dambhasaha sthane sthane niyukta kariba ananda kari hridaya ripu kari parajay anayase govinda bhajibo काम कृष्ण कर्मापणे क्रोध भक्त द्वेषिजने लोभ साधुसंगे हरिकथा मोह इष्टलाभे लाभ विने मद कृष्ण गुणगाने नियुक्त करिवो यथा तथा आई विल एंगेज लस्ट एंगर ग्रीड इल्यूजन मैडनेस एनवी एंड प्राइड इन अप्रोप्रिएट वेज एंड बाय डिफीटिंग दीज एनिमीज आई विल फील हैप्पीनेस इन माय हार्ट एज आई पीसफुली वर्शिप गोविंद I will engage lust by offering it in Krishna's service. Anger I will direct towards those who are envious of the devotees. I will be greedy to hear the topics of Krishna in the association of devotees. I will feel illusioned without achieving my worshipable Lord. I will be maddened while singing the glories of Krishna. In this way I will engage these enemies in their proper places. You see all of these if you notice are feelings. Kama krodha lobha moha madam atsarya they are all feelings. Dambha even. Pride. Uh, to have pride that i am uh, serving krishna my boss is the best boss in the entire universe he is the topmost boss like if i am for example a person who is uh, says for example um, sundar pichai he is the ceo of google now he may be proud see oh i am the ceo of google i am i am the biggest employee of google so um, 
why is that is that a source of pride uh, india also says oh this is, he is the pride of india because his boss is a very big boss google the biggest company or the biggest website in the world see so when the boss is very big oh if i am working for say if if i am suppose working for apple if somebody is working for apple he will proudly say i am working for apple well, it's a big well known company you know my boss is very big i am you know in, a, in this big establishment so a devotee he has this pride that i am the servant of krishna i am in the, i am employed by the supreme boss hmm. so that is proper use of pride hmm. it's not that he is proud who oh, i am a big time fellow no he is proud that he is uh, his lord is the best lord his boss is the best boss he is proud for krishna so that pride is there but not that oh, i am a very great devotee ah, there the pride goes into a problem when i am proud of myself that is a problem when i am proud of krishna when i am proud of my you know uh, connection with krishna or that i am an employee of krishna because of krishna that pride is there not because of oh i am a big devotee ah, that the problem so anyway all these are feelings and we we have now we are using those feelings for uh, materialistic sense gratification the same feelings have to be used for krishna and when the feelings are for krishna then there is true detachment for material world okay let us before going to the detachment let us see some more attachment bhaya let us see this bhaya shrimad bhagavatam 11th canto 9th chapter verse 22 and 23 22 first yatra yatra mano dehi dharayet sakalam dhiya sneha dveshad bhayadvapi yati tattat swarupatam if out of love hate or fear an embodied soul fixes his mind with intelligence and complete concentration upon a particular bodily form he will certainly attain the form that he is meditating upon this is exactly like bhagavad gita 8th chapter 6th verse right yam yam vapismaran bhavam yajatyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti kaunteya sada tad bhava bhavitah whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body o son of kunti that state he will attain without fail now how will our remembrance happen okay <coughs> let's look at <coughs> this is at the last point of our lives let's look at anything let's okay i ask you you think of something that you remembered very well from your childhood or something <coughs> some scene that you have remembered why did you remember it there was some feeling that was attached to it you know like i remember playing when i was you know uh, around 8 year old 9 year old cricket on the street in india so i remember because i enjoyed those days um, or if something very fearful i also remember i remember when i was a 4 year old i used to go to the kindergarten and in my walk there were these dogs you know suddenly at one point the dogs all will come and start barking and i used to be always fearful my father said don't run 
just walk as if nothing has happened act like you're not at all afraid of them just just walk straight i was fearful i was so scared of those dogs and because of that i remember so whenever you remember something there is some feeling that is involved with it and because of that only you remember if there was an, suppose something i mean if there is no feeling towards anything you will not remember that so the emotion is what um um imprints the 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 memory into our minds or our hearts the emotion that is attached to that event the event itself we may not remember only if there is an emotion connected with the event then we will remember see so that's why emotional people remember a lot and that's why it is said women remember a lot they <laughs> remember like the there is a joke you know yeah uh, <clears throat> a cartoon actually i read in a newspaper so indian newspaper so indian women they, they put this bindi you know red dot so one one person asked the other person what is the meaning of the red dot uh, he said that is a record button whatever you say it will be recorded you know record button is red in color <laughs> so um, this is a record button and whatever you say be very careful because 30 years later she will again remember and bring out the topic oh you see that day you tell told like this the man who totally forgot what what did i tell what what he he forgot what he said last week but the woman will remember 30 years back what was spoken again and again but then the man will say i i already said sorry no no no, no. i know you are still thinking of see so <laughs> these things will happen <coughs> so emotion <laughs> emotion is what um makes us um remember things so as much as that is uh, you know on the lighter side but the same thing now we have to remember krishna at the time of death right oh here vanajakshi mataji is saying indeed <laughs> she agrees to it <laughs> so um at the time of death we have to remember krishna right so how are we going to remember if we have no emotion for krishna we can't remember mechanically it will not happen we have to have emo- we have to be emotionally invested in that we have to have attraction for krishna if we have not achieved that then we are in a dangerous position the moment we die we are not going to think of krishna because our attachment is somewhere else prabhu but i am chanting 16 rounds prabhu but no. yeah but how involved are we while we are chanting and all these things that these are the signs how much we are attached to that chanting or our service or anything related to krishna so our attachment if it is although we are chanting we may be attached completely to our work or to our family or to our children or to our wife or to husband or whatever it is we may be attached completely to them or our other interests whatever they may be we may be attached to these things and as long as we are attached to these things we are running the risk of remembering something else now this verse from bhagavad gita says whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body but this bhagavatam verse says more detail how do we remember that state when we are dying if out of love hate or fear an embodied soul fixes his mind within intelligence and complete concentration upon a particular bodily form he will certainly attain the form that he is meditating upon 
classic example bharat maharaj he was meditating on the deer why out of love and out of fear that the you know not out of fear that he was afraid of the deer but he was fearing that the deer would have died and that is actually, that is actually out of love it's not considered fear it's fear based on love but fear another fear is i am fearful of something and therefore i am meditating on that hmm. that is out of fear but bharat maharaj was captivated out of affection for the deer and that emotion is what imprinted the image on the uh, in the mind or the heart of bharat maharaj <clears throat> you know uh i think one com- comedian i think because he was uh, um, he was actually on the stage there was one video somebody shared a few years ago so this man he was explaining the psychology of men and women the man the man is almost almost always detached emotionally from whatever he is doing usually he is emotionally detached and the woman is very emotionally attached and because of that there is so so he explained in a very nice way which is actually true um you know when you want to make a stamp you know like if you want to make a stamp here like you know uh, shri sampradaya they put shankha and chakra like this <coughs> how they do it's a hot you know like uh, burning hot I mean, hot enough for so that the mark, so the mark will be there so the heat leaves an indelible mark um so even when <coughs> you want to stamp into something you with heat you can emboss or what is what is it called you know etch etching when something has to be etched onto metal or something there is heat that is used and that heat is what you know becomes it becomes etched into the metal um similarly to etch something in our memory that emotion is the heat that etches these these uh, these things into our memory you see the emotion is a heat so if that the bharat maharaj he was thinking of the deer because of the intense heat of the emotion for the deer so here also that emotion can be anything love hate fear if you see raga bhaya and krodha what is the sneha dvesha bhayad vapi it is the same as raga bhaya and dvesha yeah love hate and fear these are the emotions which fixes the soul's mind and intelligence upon a particular bodily form and that form we will so if we have to remember krishna at the time of death we better have to have some affection for krishna we have we have to have some feeling for krishna of course don't get into this you know premature thing that oh yes i am in gopi bhav i am always thinking about krishna i have you know uh, tears are coming out let us not imitate let us be very honest that's why actually i want to start this series on vaishnava songs because in the vaishnava songs especially i want to select all those songs in the beginning all the songs about how these acharyas are writing uh, um, presenting themselves as the most fallen souls completely devoid of any devotion that is how we must think of ourselves the moment we are thinking we are having some relationship with krishna yes prabhu i am actually um, having some relation now please please let us not go into that 
it is not a premature thing um not that today i uh, heard in the class i have to have relationship and tonight or by tomorrow morning i will have some relationship with krishna it doesn't work like that huh? we have to first of all anartha nivritti has to happen uh, that is a long process but we have to always know that we are completely devoid of any feeling for krishna one has to always think like that even the most the purest devotee thinks like that in fact the more a devotee thinks he completely lacks devotion the more he has devotion of course some devotees can fake it also you know they say prabhu i have no devotion prabhu expecting the other person to say ah prabhu that means you have full devotion <laughs> yes actually yes <laughs> this kind of uh, cheating you know some i have seen i am not just joking i have actually seen this kind of devotees you know and when you chastise him a bit uh, he will become completely angry oh, how come you can chastise me where is the humility a real person who has developed any feeling for krishna is completely humble hmm. so anyway that's another topic but we have to come to the point of getting into a strong relationship a strong attraction for krishna that's why krishna is saying maya sakta so having understood that okay there is another verse also let's see that also because and this in the same oh yeah before we go there let's look at the next verse you see this kitaha peshaskritam dhyayan kudyam tena praveshitah yati tat satmatam rajan purvarupam asantyajan o king once a wasp forced a weaker insect to enter his hive and kept him trapped there in great fear the weak insect constantly meditated upon his captor and without giving up his body he gradually achieved the same state of existence as the wasp thus one achieves a state of existence according to one's constant concentration this is real psychology study even the psychology if even if you go to a degree in psychology or masters in psychology you will never understand these things these intricacies of psychology that you will learn in our um shastra and psychology is a very very important study especially spiritual psychology like what we are l- learning because the state of the mind at the time of death is very important and we need to know how to control it and think only of krishna at the time of death we have to mold our lives in such a way that we are always thinking of krishna so this is a very important subject hmm. so now here it is said that this insect was trapped by a wasp so some wasps they do this they trap the insect they don't eat it they don't eat the insect because they have already eaten so they store they trap the insect and when they are hungry they will eat they have their own storage facilities they create so in the hive they trap <clears throat> so this insect thinking of the wasp constantly out of fear because at any time the wasp may come and eat this insect so he's always with full fear he was he's concentrating so much on the wasp that he in the same life he became the wasp now this looks like a fairy tale or something but actually madhav prabhu our devotee here in singapore i don't know if he's online maybe not because he's working he said in maharashtra the he, he the farmers they know this insect which becomes a wasp in the same life without changing the body when the wasp catches this insect this insect will become a wasp without even dying 
then when I heard that, wow, wow, this verse is, this verse is exactly what is, you know, um, talking about. So, of course, Shastras never lie. It's only that we don't have faith in it, you know. We need some visible proof. Unless I, until I heard that Madhav Prabhu say that, then only it uh, really dawned in me, wow, this verse is like really, that means there's actually such a thing. You see, the faith is so lacking in me. So, <clears throat> so lucky Krishna arranged some, you know, that kind of evidence somebody has so told that so that I can get some faith in the Shastra. <laughs> but we should always have faith in the Shastra with or without evidence. Because Shastra is words spoken by Krishna and they are they're always true. So this, you see, even in the same body, he attained the state. So in that way, that's why uh, a person, that's, um, that's the reason why a person can be changed into a Brahmana if he is given the proper association. So even if one is born in a, that's why this Brahmin, this caste by birth is rubbish. Because even if he is born as a Sudra, if he associates with Brahmana, in the same life he, be, he can become Brahmana. He, he can become Vaishnava by association. Of course, not out of fear here, like the insect, but out of love, out of affection, out of, you know, that um, positive feeling. So this is the reason why a person can, it, does, it doesn't matter what a person is born as. He can be molded in, with proper association. That's, this is proof enough that this born Brahmin thing is a rubbish nonsense. Because by association, uh, then the emotions, the feelings for devotees develop and then in the association of devotees, the person will become a gem of a devotee. The same the other way around. He can be born as a Brahmin, but then he can associate with all kinds of nonsense rascals and he can become a nonsense rascal himself. Again, his association. His association um, brings about feelings in him. And those feelings to certain people or to certain things or events become attachments. And because of that attachment, Karanam Gunasangosya Gunasangosya Sadasadhyoni Janmasu So whoever that thing or that event or that person, if those things, the event or the thing or the person, if they are in the mode of ignorance, then this person, Gunasanga, huh? Karanam Gunasangosya so then he is associating with the mode of ignorance and he'll get in, he's preparing for a body in the mode of ignorance if if those people and events and things are in the mode of goodness ah yes or transcendental like devotees yes he becomes a devotee so in that way we are associating and so according to our associations our qualities develop and our next term of existence is um, uh, determined so in this way we have to understand attachment and aversion are both attachment or some feeling we are having towards that and that is attachment negative attachment or positive attachment so let's look at similar verse Srimad Bhagavatam 7 1 28 and 29 27 first okay or 26 in fact, Narada Muni, you see what he is saying in 7.127 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Okay, let's read from 26, alright. Tasmad vairanu bandhena nirvairena bhayena va snehat kamena vayunjyat kathanjin nekshate prithak. Therefore, by enmity or by devotional service, by fear, by affection or by lusty desire, 
by all of these or any one of them if a conditioned soul somehow or other concentrates his mind upon the lord the result is the same for the lord because of his blissful position is never affected by enmity or friendship next this is 7127 yatha vairanu bandhena martyas tanmayatam iyat ಸೋಟ್ಟಿ So then in the purport, Srila Prabhupada clarifies, Sriman Narad Muni, the topmost pure devotee, praises Krishna's enemies like Shishupala because their minds are always completely absorbed in Krishna. Indeed, he thinks himself deficient in the inspiration of being feelingly absorbed in Krishna consciousness. This does not mean, however, that the enemies of Krishna are more elevated than Krishna's pure devotees. This is out of Narad Muni's humility that he is saying that. But of course, Narad Muni is much more favored than Shishupala, right? Um, <coughs> So the devotee, you see, I am a worse sinner than Jagai and Madhai and I am even lower than the worms in the stool. Jagai and Madhai haite mui se papishtha, purisher kita hoi mui se laghishtha. A pure devotee always thinks himself more deficient than everyone, everyone else. If a devotee approaches Srimati Radharani to offer some service to Krishna, even Srimati Radharani thinks that the devotee is greater than she. Thus Narada Muni says that according to his opinion, the enemies of Krishna are better situated because they are fully absorbed in thoughts of Krishna in terms of killing him. just as a very lusty man always thinks of women and their association the essential point in this connection is that one should be fully absorbed in thoughts of krishna 24 hours a day there are many devotees in ragamarga which is ex- exhibited in vrindavan whether in dasaras sakhiras vatsalya or madhuriras all the devotees of krishna are always overwhelmed by thoughts of krishna when krishna is away from vrindavan tending the cows in the forest the gopis in madhuriras madhuriras are always absorbed in thoughts of how krishna walks in the forest hmm the soles of his feet are so soft that the gopis would not dare keep his lotus feet on their soft breasts which they already think are hard enough are hard for his feet how he is enduring the hard stones in the forest they, they are thinking like that indeed they consider their breasts a very hard place for the lotus feet of krishna yet those lotus feet wander in the forest which is full of thorny plant plants not just stones thorny plants the gopis are absorbed in such thoughts at home although krishna is far away from them so anyway these are all details but you see the attachment by any of these and <laughs> naradmuni is even saying that by, by enmity the absorption intense absorption that happens by enmity cannot even be achieved by favorable devotional service that of course that is humility but the thing is intense absorption is what he is talking about that absorption either in favorably or unfavorably whatever it is next again the same thing kita pesha skrita ruddha ಕುಡ್ಯಾಂ ತಂ ಅನುಸ್ಮರನ್ ಸಂರಂಭಾಭಯ ಯೋಗೇನ ವಿಂದತೆ ತತ್ಸ್ವರೂಪತೆ ಭಗವತಿ ಮಾಯಾ ಮನುಜ ಈಶ್ವರೆ ವೈರೇಣ ಪೂತ ಪಾಪಾಪಾಪ್ಮಾನಸ್ತಮಾಪುರ್ ಅನುಚಿಂತೆಯ ಅಗ್ರಾಸ್ ವರ್ಮ್ ಕನ್ಫೈಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಹೋಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ವಾಲ್ ಬೈ ಅ ಬಿ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಿ ಇನ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎನ್ಮಿಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲೇಟ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಅ ಬಿ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿ ಬೈ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಚ್ ರಿಮೆಂಬರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ಲಿ ಇಫ್ ದ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಸಂಹೋರ್ ಅದರ್ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹೂ ಸಚಿದಾನಂದ ವಿಗ್ರಹ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದೇರ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ whether thinking of him as their worshipable lord or an enemy because of constantly thinking of him they will regain their spiritual bodies see 
this example is given here and then 7130 kama dveshat bhayat snehad yatha bhaktyeshvare manaha aveshatad agham hitva bahavastad gatim gataha many many persons have attained liberation simply by thinking of krishna with great attention and giving up sinful activities this great attention may be due to lusty desires inimical feelings fear affection or devotional service i shall now explain how one receives krishna's mercy simply by concentrating one's mind upon him and therefore krishna is saying here in the bhagavad gita chapter 7 text 1 what is that श्री भगवाच मैयासक्तमनाह पार्थ योगम युंजन मदाश्रय असंशय समग्रमाथाज्ञाशितृणु द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सेड नाउ हियर ओ सन ऑफ प्रथा हाउ बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग योगा इन फुल कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ मी विथ माइंड अटैच टू मी यू कैन नो मी इन फुल फ्री फ्रॉम डाउट विथ माइंड अटैच टू मी मैयासक्त आसक्तमनाह माइंड अटैच to what my to me so is asking us to get attached to him manmana bhavamad bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru he saying all these things are signs of affection buddha bhava samanvita ah invested with affection bhava samanvita if you don't know the verse 10 10 putha bha oh 108 sorry bhava samanvita means with great attention the bhava the the wise who know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts with great attention so this is attachment so we have to so in today's verse let's go back to 55 purport the last part of the purport here it is said factually both the processes are same actually although superficially one process appears to involve detachment and the other process appears to involve attachment detachment from matter and attach detachment detachment from matter and attachment to krishna are one and the same one who can see this sees things as they are now now that we have understood what is attachment now what is detachment if we say that even aversion is just another side of attachment then what is detachment what constitutes detachment detachment means there is no thought there is no direct emotion attached to that for example a person who is living in a home he is very attached to his home right if anything goes wrong or some tap is not you know leaking or something he will get it he will get it repaired or you know um he will make plans of how to build maybe an outhouse or maybe some you know make some uh, theater maybe movie theater inside the room inside this house or whatever it is he may, he has some attachment for his house right and because he has put so much of his hard work the money that he earned with his hard work he is investing into buying a house and therefore he is attached to it because he is he has invested something and therefore he has developed feelings for it right now suppose he is the businessman he is a businessman now suppose the same businessman when he travels to other countries 
for some meetings or conferences or whatever it is now in those meetings when he go, goes and travels he stays in a hotel now he is not attached to that hotel room the same way he is attached to his house in fact even if something goes wrong he doesn't really pay much attention he just lives there for 2 3 days or whatever it is and gets out of there or maybe just ask the room service to you know to you know fix something so that but he's not really attached he's not really worried about you know the room how the how good the room looks or what are the plans may let's make this beautiful he doesn't he doesn't do that his he only uses the room his main business is you know to go to that business conference his attachment is there whereas anything that comes and anything that comes in um, in the uh, or which facilitates his business conference he will accept it but his attachment is to that business conference like for traveling he has to have a flight ticket he is not attached to the airlines or he is not attached to the seat or he is not attached to the flight hmm? or the flight food or something no he just accepts it because he is going there and in the course of going there whatever is acceptable to that you know um to reach there he will accept it but he is not attached to them you see similarly detachment so that is detachment detachment means um one is of course a businessman is still attached in the sense that he is still materially attached but is detached to those individual components of the travel or whatever because he is he is not he is not emotionally invested in that hmm. there is a crude example similarly in, a, in a, for a devotee a devotee he is detached to everything he is detached from everything sorry but he uses everything in krishna service whatever may uh, facilitate the service of krishna he will accept not out of love for that particular thing but his attachment to glorify krishna if this can enable me to glorify krishna i will accept this but if this for some reason does not allow me to you know glorify krishna i will not accept i will accept something else that facilitates me to uh, glorify krishna so whatever helps in glorifying krishna i will accept even though otherwise the same thing may be used for other purposes for example printing press printing press was invented to you know uh, print books and you know newspapers and magazines which are full of materialistic thoughts and ideas and you know news now is printing press bad no the product of such printing presses is bad the printing press itself is not bad so a, a devotee will not hate the printing press Uh, he will turn that thing into into favorable devotional service so he'll use it to print krishna conscious books or magazines or newspapers or something like that so he uses the same thing he, he does not hate that thing because hating is another you know as we know it's an attachment for a material thing that's why yesterday i have shown that verse criticizing or praising something material is basically we are getting attached to those things i think we have gone i will read again because this is a subject matter 11282 i still haven't memorized this verse actually need to memorize it parasvabhava karmani yah prashamsati nindati 
स आशु भ्रश्यते स्वार्थाद असत्य अभिनिवेशतः ब्यूटिफुल वर्स एक्चुअली परस्वभाव कर्माणि यह प्रशंसती निंदति स आशु भ्रश्यते स्वार्थाद असत्य अभिनिवेशतः सी whoever indulges in praising or criticizing the qualities and behavior of others will quickly become deviated from his own best interest by his entanglement in illusory dualities hmm you see that so a devotee does not criticize the printing press he criticizes the misuse of printing press that he criticizes because that is a materialistic process the same thing can be spiritualized it is just a tool the printing press is a tool what you want to make what you want to do with that tool that depends on the the person who is holding the tool the hammer can be used to drive a nail in the wall and then hang a nice krishna's picture or it can you know you be used to smash somebody's head and kill somebody same thing but uh, the hammer is good or bad then it is neither it is just a tool in which way it is used will be will depend on the user so the the thing anything that takes us away from krishna consciousness that a pure devotee criticizes to show the path or to warn the people that this is not the path to be taken this will this will be in the ultimate defeat of your self interest hmm. it will not help you in your real uh, achieving your goal of life therefore i am showing it to you that's how the devotee acharya he points out so that we may not be Uh, uh cheated like if there is a pickpocket around in the neighborhood in the in the in the vicinity if i shout hey everybody be careful there is a pickpocket around everybody take care of their belongings that i'm not criticizing the pickpocket i'm warning everybody else be careful of this pickpocket now the criti- the pickpocket may find himself Hey, why is this person, you know, exposing me or criticizing me? So that criticism is necessary because it need the other people who can be cheated uh, must be informed. So therefore, a, a pure devotee he condemns the materialistic process of life. Why? To inform everybody that this will be, and he just not criticizes uh, just for the sake of it. He reasons out why this is wrong, why this is nonsense. or if some philosopher he is talking and nowadays especially word jugglery they are very good at word jugglery they talk very nicely and people get lured but you are talking rubbish because there nothing about krishna consciousness hmm so a, a, a devotee he can see this he sees through the, the 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 flowery language and see what is actually speaking what is the subject matter of his speech if he is talking something which is not krishna consciousness he is a rascal why is he speaking he should not be speaking he should listen first from the devotees why is he speaking nonsense first of all he has some nonsense in his head that is already bad not only that he is broadcasting his nonsense to others and you know cheating so many so sometimes the devotee the acharya or you know the uh, genuine devotee he will criticize such people not that he hates that person no he does not hate that person but he employs anger towards that person because krodha bhakta bhakti dvesha jane those who are against devotional service those who are against devotees those who are against god he is angry with them 
that is also devotional service hmm. and he informs the rest pe- rest of the people be careful of see see his mistakes this is a great service in, in fact to expose the nonsense and all our acharyas have done that ramanujacharya madhvacharya how strongly they spoke against uh, uh, sankracharya's uh, mayavad philosophy why they criticized because it is a thing that will ultimately ruin our self interest so therefore to help everyone they criticized these people these philosophies so there is a very important um, service to be done so anyway but on the material platform if we just criticize something you see this is what happened whoever indulges in praises praising or criticizing the qualities and behavior of others will quickly become deviated from his own best best interest by his entanglement in illusory dualities so in the purport we have read yesterday um <coughs> purport a conditioned soul desires to lord it over material nature and thus criticizes another conditioned soul whom he considers inferior similarly one praises a superior materialist because one aspires to that superior position in which one may dominate others praising and criticizing other materialistic people are thus directly or indirectly based on envy of other living entities and cause one to fall down from sva artha one's real self interest krishna consciousness the words asati abhiniveshatah by absorption in the temporary or unreal indicate that one should not adopt a concept of material duality and praise or criticize other materialistic persons rather one should praise the pure devotees of the supreme lord hmm and criticize the mentality of rebellion against the personality of godhead by which one becomes a non devotee one should not criticize a low class materialist thinking that a high class materialist is nice in other words one should distinguish between the material and the spiritual and should not become absorbed in good and bad on the material platform so he should distinguish between material and spiritual not between so called good and bad within this material world that distinguishing is not good hmm. so Shri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur indicates that rather than trying to separate conditioned souls by materialistic distinctions one should bring them together to chant the holy names of the lord and propagate the sankirtan movement of lord chaitanya um, so in this way it is explained nicely especially bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur is explaining so our uh, distinguishing or yeah, our um, separation should be based on material and spiritual you see that is real study analytical study means to separate the material from the spiritual this is why the devotees are called paramahamsa hamsa means a swan swan has a unique propensity or a unique capability that if milk and water is mixed in a in a pot um, the swan can only take the milk and leaving aside the water the swan can do that he has that ability so he takes the good part and leaves out the uh, the unnecessary water this is hamsa swan and the devotees are called paramahamsa the supreme swan why because they take the essence of everything they take the spiritual and leave aside the material they can distinguish they can separate whereas the materialists they cannot separate they think i am this body actually they are a spirit soul they think they are the body they mix up material and spiritual i means actually it is a soul but he says i am this body i am so and so i am an american i am an indian i am this and that these are all mixing up he cannot separate this is that means he is not analyzing things properly 
so real sankhya yoga so real sankhya means to analyze all these things and distinguish between them and get detached from material things and get attached to spiritual life which is based on uh, krishna consciousness which is spiritual life means krishna consciousness so detachment means to have no emotion towards the material things uh, because i mean if one can only have emotion for material things if one has his own sense gratification invested there so because the devotee gives up sense gratification he uses all the material things as tools for service to krishna and that's how he spiritualizes them so if one thing does not you know is not very effective he will use another thing but he is not attached to anything he will use everything in krishna's service he attached to krishna hmm so in this way he uses everything in krishna's service this is called nirbandhe krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagyam uchyate anasaktyasya vishayan yatharham upayunjatah so this is explained in the by shri rupa goswami think hmm rupa goswami in bhakti rasamrita sindhu says anasaktyasya vishayan यथार्हम उपयुंजत निर्बंध कृष्ण संबंधे युक्त वैराग्यमुच्यते प्रापंचकतया बुद्ध्या हरिसंबंधि वस्तुन मुमुक्षु परितगो वैराग्यम फलगु कथ्यते वन वन इज नॉट अटैच टू एनीथिंग बट एट द सेम टाइम एक्सेप्ट एवरीथिंग इन रिलेशन टू कृष्ण वन इज राइटली सिचुएटेड अबव पॉजिटिवनेस ही इज द पर्सन हू इज डिटैच्ड ओनली द डिवोटी इज डिटैच्ड नाउ यू मे से बट द इंपर्सनलिस्ट इज ऑल्सो डिटैच्ड लेट्स गेट देर Let's read this whole translation first. <clears throat> oh, come on, fig, fig, and uh, who is this? Virendra fighting in the comment section. Come on, come on, don't be, don't be kids. <laughs> grow up, grow up. Hmm. Basically, he said, Hari Krishna, Tatvish Prabhu, Dandavat, Pranam, Jai Shri Lal Prabhupad. That is what he wrote in the Bengali language itself. Don't fight, okay? Dandavat, Pranam, fig, fig. what is your real name i am calling you fig fig it sounds comical you know <laughs> anyway so getting back to this when one is not attached to anything but at the same time accepts everything um, in relation to krishna one is rightly situated above possessiveness on the other hand one who rejects everything without knowledge of his relationship to krishna is not as complete in his renunciation <clears throat> why is he not complete in his renunciation why is he not detached a person who is not a devotee he is not completely detached why so how is he attached towards materialistic life because uh, even a mayavadi tries to go out of material materialistic life he also understands that you know materialistic life is illusion and he tries to you know become um what is that um <clears throat> one with brahman you know merge into the light so he is also kind of detached right actually no <coughs> he is actually in the state of bhaya fear how okay let's go back to this fourth chapter 10th verse vitaraag bhaya krodha manmaya maamupashrita bahavo gyana tapasa puta madbhavam agataah actually i have done a extensive lecture on this verse 4 or 10 i think it was 3 hours long or something like that so um <clears throat> you see 
सो वीत राग सॉरी राग भय एंड क्रोध थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ पीपल आर हैविंग दीज थिंग्स सो हू इज हैविंग राग राग मीन्स अटैचमेंट द ऑर्डिनरी कर्मीज ऑफ दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड द फ्रूटिव वर्कर्स दे आर अटैच टू दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड इन इन द सेंस ऑफ दे वॉन्ट टू एंजॉय इट वेर इज राग दे हैव राग फॉर इट द ज्ञानीज they have bhaya for the material world why they are afraid always that's why they stop doing anything because if i do something i'll get implicated in reaction so they stop doing everything out of fear because they don't know how to act without reaction which is devotional service and so they refrain from all action out of fear that if i act something they will produce a, i will produce a reaction and to experience the reaction i have to take another birth so stop all activities this is so called gyanis merging into the you know they 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 stop all activity out of fear they fear this material world so that is also another emotion towards the material world they have this fear for the material world and therefore uh yeah thank you moderator has put a link to the 4.10 bhagavad gita lecture so <clears throat> that fear is what uh drives their emo- their, their uh, thing that's why raga bhaya krodha and krodha are those yogis who because of their hard austerities they become angry you know like for, for example you know this uh, um, kumbhamela there are some nagababas all the digambar babas naked you know this uh, and they are always angry they are very angry all the time because they have some power and they are frustrated actually okay let's read in the in the purport very nicely it is explained generally people who are attached to the bodily conception of life are so absorbed in materialism that it is almost impossible for them to understand how the supreme can be a person such materialists cannot even imagine that there is a transcendental body which is imperishable full of knowledge and eternally blissful in the materialistic concept the body is perishable full of ignorance and completely miserable therefore people in in general keep the same bodily idea in mind when they are informed of the personal form of the lord for such materialistic men the form of the gigantic material manifestation is supreme consequently they consider the supreme to be impersonal and because they are too materially absorbed the conception of retaining the personality after liberation from matter frightens them this is another thing they are frightened of acting they are also frightened that if i remain a person after liberation that means they have only the sense of being a person in the material world so they think being a person means it is material and if i remain a person after liberation that is hellish that is frightening so this that's why they are overtaken by bhaya these gyanis when they are informed that spiritual life is also individual and personal they become afraid of becoming persons again and so they naturally prefer a kind of merging into the impersonal void generally they compare the living entities to the bubbles of the ocean which merge into the ocean that is the highest perfection of spiritual existence attainable without individual personality this is a kind of fearful stage of life devoid of perfect knowledge of spiritual existence bhaya furthermore there are many persons who cannot understand spiritual existence existence at all being embarrassed by so many theories and by contradictions of various types and of philosophical speculation they become disgusted or angry and foolishly conclude that there is no supreme cause and that everything is ultimately void they are atheists they become angry and the yogis are also they also become angry so the karmis gyanis and yogis you know they cannot um attain only the bhaktas they can vitaraga bhaya krodha 
means to actually to give up raga bhaya and krodha means to give up the process of karma kanda jnana kanda and this this is yoga also karma jnana and yoga all must be given up only bhakti that is the meaning of vita raga bhaya krodha only devotional service only in that uh, state of devotional service one has no emotion for the materialistic uh, anything material anything material he does not hate the material world he does not have attraction for the material world in fact his attraction is only for krishna and he sees even the material world as a uh, energy of krishna and therefore he employs everything in krishna service so he is completely peaceful that's why it is said karma kanda gyana kanda keval visher bhanda what is that or um, that is in narutundas thakur um that means um karma kanda and gyana kanda are both uh, visher bhanda they are pots of poison um because either way by attachment or by aversion it makes us attached to this material world whereas um there is this verse in chaitanya charitamrita bhukti mukti siddhi kami sakali ashanta these are all this raga bhaya krodha people what is that bhukti mukti siddhi kami i think 19151 bhukti mukti siddhi kami 1949 madhya lila chaitanya charitamrita you see krishna bhakta nishkam अतएव शांत भुक्ति मुक्ति सिद्धि कामी सकली अशांत बिकॉज डिवोटी ऑफ कृष्णा लॉर्ड कृष्णा इज डिजायर लेस ही इज पीसफुल फ्रूटिव वर्कर्स डिजायर मेटीरियल एंजॉयमेंट ज्ञान इज डिजायर लिबरेशन एंड योग इज डिजायर मेटीरियल ऑपिलेंस देर फॉर दे आर ऑल लास्टी एंड कैन नॉट बी पीसफुल सो दिस वट इज दट फ्रूटिव वर्कर्स आर भुक्ति कामी दे आर द रागीज राग and gyan is desire liberation they are fearful of material life they are fearful of individual individuality so they are always fearful in in they 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 are fearful of fearful of material life they are fearful of also spiritual existence because they have no idea of what is spiritual existence for them individual individuality after liberation is fearful and living inside the material world is fearful both way fearful so what to do suicide merge into this brahman don't do anything lose our individuality don't do, don't act nothing just just kill ourselves so this is fear hmm. so they are fearful of materialistic and spiritual spiritual life also and then finally the yogis who are always full of krodha because they are hard hearted when they get this mystic powers they become hard hearted um what is that wait I'll, i will go to another verse before that so anyway they all are not peaceful whoever has vitaraga bhaya krodha only a devotee can do that and he is peaceful hmm. so therefore detachment means to not be attached even by aversion to be completely detached and use everything in krishna service that means that doesn't mean he is attached to those things no and he does not give them up fearful of them oh if i touch these things i will become implicated so that is also fear so he is not having any emotion to the towards them his only emotion is towards krishna how i can glorify krishna that is uh, bhakti yoga 
and sankhya yoga means sankhya means to analyze all these things especially spiritual and material distinguish properly and then repose all emotions towards the spiritual and remove completely emotions from material this is so ultimately it comes to the same thing that's why they are same sankhya and yoga or bhakti yoga that's why they are the same thing because it ends up in the same way uh, by analytical study one is one by atma tattvam he can know what is spirit what is matter and then repose all his emotions into the spirit and rather than matter and all his efforts everything invested into the spiritual existence with krishna consciousness but if one does not analyze then he ha- invests those same emotions in the material sphere and that's how he became he he becomes entangled in this world so by the study by the analytical study eventually one comes to the conclusion of devotional service and one who is executing already devotional service he is already have deemed to have made the conclusion made the determination that yes i have to serve krishna all the time i should not be detached i mean i should not be attached to the material world in any way positive or negative so that's why it's the same um it's the same thing so i think i will end it here yeah i actually wanted to show a verse right why these yogis are full of krodha or atheists they are krodha um shrimad bhagavatam 11 26 mm. oh oh yeah it's not here it's from the neeti shastra neeti shastra there is a nice shloka it says um kokilanam swaro roopam uh, nari roopam pativratam um vidya roopam kurupanam um what is that the last one is kshama roopam tapasvinam that is the verse so the beauty the beauty is mentioned what are the beauties of different things kokilanam swaroopam kokila the the cuckoo bird or the i think the nightingale maybe it looks like a crow it is not very beautiful to look at but its beauty is in its voice kokilanam swaroopam the beauty of the nightingale is its voice then nari roopam pativratam the beauty of a woman is her chastity towards her husband not really her looks because a woman can look beautiful but if her character is very bad you know that's not beautiful but if she is chaste to the husband even if she is not otherwise beautiful by just observing the chastity of the woman or oh, people will respect such a woman nari roopam pativratam vidyarupam kurupanam the beauty of an ugly man is his knowledge if he is knowledgeable then that that beauty compensates completely his is uh, a so called lack of uh, physical beauty is compensated completely by his knowledge so just like vyasadev for example he was externally he, he was very ugly but vidya that's why he is revered 
विद्यारूपम कुरूपाणाम क्षमारूपम तपस्विनाम और टॉलरेंस और और जेंटिलनेस इज द रूपम और द ब्यूटी ऑफ तपस्विनाम दोज हु आर ऑस्टियर योगीज इफ अ योगी इज ऑल्सो काइंड एंड जेंटल एंड हम्बल दैट इज दैट इज हिज ब्यूटी बिकॉज यूजली दे आर नॉट दे आर ऑलवेज क्रोधित दे आर फुल ऑफ एंगर क्रोध सो दैट्स वाई आई वॉन्ट टू शो दैट एक्चुअली क्रोध द योगी इज दे बिकम क्रोध and this this nagababas you can see them they do some i don't know what what yoga they do but mm, many yogis they become like durvasamuni is another classic example always angry full yogic power but with that he has a sense of superiority and he becomes angry so that's the thing hmm so anyway i think uh, i hope the subject is um, clear now so let's take any questions that are there or any comments and questions वाओ सो मेनी क्वेश्चन फर्स्ट बाय वनजाक्षी सो प्रभु जी राग द्वेष क्रोध मोह मत्सर ऑल दीज फीलिंग्स डू विन नैचुरली प्रोसेस और इट्स मेक ओनली इट्स मेक डिफरेंस इन हूज सर्विस वी आर यूजिंग these are all these are all natural qualities these these are feelings just that they have to be spiritualized hmm. envy is something nirmatsaranam they don't have the devotees don't have envy but in the state of uh, anger they may use anger against non devotees but it's not exactly they envy them but anger hmm. so anyway these are all uh, natural things Uh, i mean nothing as we know exists in this material world without existing in the spiritual world because this is a reflection of the spiritual world so everything that exists here also exists there but there it is completely pure here it is completely full of faults so when they are used in krishna service they become pure that's when arjun das thakur has sung like that <coughs> next question by bhakta virendra negative feelings like lust anger greed attachment delusion pride when used in krishna service become positive yes however in material world it doesn't happen yes no it can happen towards krishna um, even a person can be completely in this material world and be completely attached to krishna using all these things in krishna service i mean lust anger greed attachment delusion pride and all that and that's what narottam das thakur is saying let me use all these things in krishna service so even in material world it is possible uh, next question by bhaktin manajakshi Prabhuji, why are we ladies more emotional than men, and why do we express more? Any shastrik praman? <laughs> um, shastrik praman? Well, I don't know. But um, women are called less intelligent. because um they get attached to materialistic life very easily it's not that men do not get attached to materialistic life they also do but women are more apt uh, or more uh, susceptible to material desires and 
attachment to material life means emotions are there and you know that's why they don't like detachment at all usually if the husband is going to take sanyas they won't allow <laughs> you know there was one uh, incident where uh, bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur was conducting a sanyas initiation ceremony and a few people were taking sanyas and then one of them while the ceremony was happening the wife came and held him by the ear you know twisted his ear what sanyas or nonsense what sanyas are going to take ha huh? come come pulled him by the ear and went home wife <laughs> of course some wives are like that some way even otherwise they will cry and by the tears they will hold back the man so anyway the attachment towards family is very strong in women but there is a very good plus point the thing is um prabhupad said that women by nature in any religious function they are the ones who always are more in number than the men uh, because they are simple in their uh, they just you know have go with feelings they don't go much with rational they don't go much with uh, intelligence they go with feelings and if they have favorable feelings for krishna they will just go and become devotees like that even without knowing much philosophy but men they have to be first convinced and then they will start so they will they are slower to start but once started they are more determined than women usually usually but it's not that women cannot be determined of course they can be once one is spiritually strong he transcends the limitations of man or woman as a soul but usually <clears throat> usually the man uh, the man once he is started he can be very very determined hmm. and um, it's easy for them to rationalize things whereas women when it's based on emotions sometimes up sometimes down sometimes up sometimes down so that's why a woman is not advised to take sanyas or no no brahmachari life for her only under you know with family because she cannot endure such such determined uh, practice but if she is chased like that to the husband oh then yes um so she can be very attached or determined in family affairs so if she can be chased to the a good husband that is her that attachment will um become her uh, cause of her liberation i think that is explained in the third canto 323 sango yah samsrater hetur asat suvihito dhiya sa eva sadhu shukrito nihsangatva yakalpate association for sense gratification is certainly the path of bondage but the same type of attachment performed with a saintly person leads to the path of liberation even if performed without knowledge actually devahuti is saying this because she was attached to her husband but because he was a sadhu so that attachment is bringing about her liberation from matter hmm the same attachment instead of having to a materialistic husband um she is attached to the her husband who is a devotee uh, that is helping her you see so even otherwise even if one's family is not devotees if one gets attached to devotees as much as one is attached to one's family if the same attachment can be done to devotees it is the path to liberation but anyway what i am speaking is the woman uh, this is how she can be her attachment her tendency to become attached 
can be dovetailed in Krishna consciousness if the husband is a devotee and she can be attached to such a husband and becomes a chaste wife and you know become uh, devotee like that then that is uh, women don't re- need much reasoning they just go with feelings and if somehow or other they become favorably disposed towards Krishna that is they very quickly they can become devotees um, so that's why the gopis they're women the highest devotees of Krishna are women but of course they are not women like ordinary women gopis uh, they what they did they did not do any shastric study nothing they just accepted Krishna simply so that is their out of their simple mindedness they became great devotees so that is the special uh, concession for women so anyway when one becomes a devotee he is not less intelligent or more intelligent he is the most intelligent Otherwise, yeah, women are emotionally very much wired. But why Shastri Praman? I don't know. They're just made like that. They're just made like that. <laughs> Krishna made that body like that. What to do? Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Why is Tulasi leaves not plucked on Ekadashi and why there are so many rules to be followed on Ekadashi such as no shaving beard? not to oil the hair, no cutting hair. Are these rules are secondary or are they important while observing Ekadasi? Uh, well, Tulasi leaves are not to be plucked on Ekadasi. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's Vishnu's day and I don't know. I'm just guessing, speculating. I don't know. Maybe there's some Shastric evidence, but I don't know exactly. Um, No shaving of beard, no oil, oiling of hair. Okay, actually you should not bleed on any kadashi. That is another thing. So when you are shaving, you can, you know, bleed. You may bleed, you know. Or it is not, I mean, a cut, a cutting nails or shaving, you are not supposed to do. But, you know, sometimes I heard Prabhupada also shaved on Ekadasi. When he had to go for preaching program, he did not want to look all bearded and all that. You know, for preaching he wanted to look... Uh, no, more presentable so he shaved so um, I mean even I I don't maybe sometimes but no usually I never but I shave my uh, facial hair sometimes not all the time but if I even a little bit of hair is irritating to me then I just shave but usually I avoid when I know Ekadasi is coming okay I shave the day before or sometimes when I don't remember and it's already Ekadasi oh, I just shave <laughs> So, yeah. But anyway, uh, try to follow as much as possible. That is always the better thing to do. Uh, Bhakti Rajanya says, EQ, emotional quotient is less. Brain size is less for women. So, intelligence quotient and emotional quotient or emotional intelligence is less for women. Probably. Um, but actually, they know, they can detect emotions very well women because they always deal with that they detect emotions very well and a woman should use that for um, um, a woman should use that for appeasing the husband I think there is a let me see if there is a verse uh, there is a verse in Bhagavatam um,
There is a verse actually. I don't know if I can find it. No, oh, this. Fifteen, seven, fifteen. Twenty-eight. No, not seven. Seven, eleven. Okay. Seven, eleven. Twenty-nine. Twenty-eight. You see, um, you see, uh, she should understand. In fact, this is, of course, this is some of the uh, three dharma duties of a chaste wife. But there is another one, which is talking about. Um, I think in Yayati, um, I can't remember where exactly this is. Like, she has to be expert in um, pleasing the husband, knowing his mood, and. Let me. Ah, yeah, you see, this is the one. You see, Chavana Muni uh, was offered this uh, daughter. She, he was a very old man, and the daughter of this king was a very very young girl. Now, Sukanya Chavanam Prapya Patim Paramakopanam Prinayam Asa Chittagnya Apramattanu Vrittibhi. Chavanamuni was very irritable. But since Sukanya had gotten him as her husband, she dealt with him carefully according to his mood. Knowing his mind, she performed service to him without being bewildered. You see? Um, <coughs> Purport. This is an indication of the relationship between husband and wife. A great personality like Chavanamuni has the temperament of always wanting to be in a superior position. Such a person cannot submit to anyone. Therefore, Chavanamuni had an irritable temperament. His wife Sukanya could understand his attitude and under the circumstances, she treated him accordingly. If any, wine, if any wife wants to be happy with her husband, she must try to understand her husband's temperament and please him. This is victory for a woman. Even in the dealings of Lord Krishna with his different queens, it has been seen that although the queens were the daughters of Great kings, they place themselves before Lord Krishna as his maidservants. However great a woman may be, she must place herself before her, her husband in this way. That is to say, she must be ready to carry out her husband's orders and please him in all circumstances. Then her life will be successful. When the wife becomes as irritable as the husband, their, their life at home is sure to be disturbed or ultimately completely broken. In the modern day, the wife is never submissive and therefore home life is broken even by slight incidents. Either the wife or the husband may take advantage of the divorce laws. So, <clears throat> so Westerners contend that this is a slave mentality for the wife, but factually it is not. It is a tactic by which a woman can conquer the heart of her husband, however irritable or cru cruel he may be. In this case, we, can, we clearly see that although Chavanamuni was not young, but indeed old enough to be Sukanya's grandfather, and was also very irritable. Sukanya, the beautiful young daughter of a king, submitted herself to her old husband and tried to please him in all respects. Thus, she was a faithful and chaste wife. 
so um no bhakti rajinya is saying oh, it was deleted how you got it never mind you know it's a good subject matter to discuss you see because it's is enhancing the understanding of the subject about uh, the emotional status of women women understand emotions uh, they are very sensitive to emotions men are not so sensitive to emotions um they don't take them very seriously and when they speak also they don't consider many things when they say but women they they take everything emotionally and even slight things they take it as very big big things and they get all emotional and then wrapped up and <clears throat> but if they can use it properly that means as is stated in this uh, verse here then they can use it as a very great tool actually and actually there is a in bhagavad gita also krishna says among fine speech among women i am fine speech i think like let me see मृत्यु सर्वहरश्चाहम उद्भवश्च भविष्यताम कीर्तिर्श्रीर्वाक च नारीणाम स्मृतिर्मेधा धृति क्षमा आई एम ऑल डिवॉरिंग डेथ एंड आई एम द जनरेटिंग प्रिंसिपल ऑफ ऑल दर इज येट टू बी एमंग वुमेन आई एम फेम फॉर्चून फाइन स्पीच मेमरी मेमरी यू सी रिकॉर्डिंग बटन आई एम फेम फॉर्चून फाइन स्पीच मेमरी इंटेलिजेंस स्टेडफास्टनेस एंड पेशेंस so these are uh, good qualities of women and fine speech is one of them and fine speech involves a lot of emotional intelligence um and if they if the women can use the it is not a bad thing it has to just to be used properly but uh, if we get entangled and then become all emotional and use it to throw tantrums and that's that's very irritating but if they can use it to know the mind of the husband and be chaste to the husband and eventually conquer his heart and you know you know that's why sometimes you know even great uh, ruffians they can be brought under control by a chaste woman and they become gentle after that because you know they are you know they they learn a lot of things from such a woman so anyway so these things are there this virendra is asking what is this please show 12.8 verse of bhagavad gita is regarding today's lecture what is that 12.8 मय्यव मन आधत्व मयि बुद्धि निवेशय निवशिष्यसि मय्यव अत ऊर्ध्वं न संशय जस्ट फिक्स योर माइंड अपॉन मी सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड एंगेज इन ऑल योर इंटेलिजेंस इन मी दस यू विल लिव इन मी ऑलवेज विदाउट अ डाउट सो दिस गुड 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 कोटेशन इट कैन ओनली बी डन इफ देयर इज इमोशन इन्वॉल्व टुवर्ड्स कृष्णा एंड दिस इमोशन इज नॉट लाइक जस्ट लाइक वुमेन्स इमोशंस यू नो यूजुअली वुमेन्स इमोशंस आर विदाउट रैशनल not not usually but many a times but um um it's not always i mean they do have some rational but sometimes you know you will find without rational but this emotion towards krishna should be based on complete knowledge shruti smriti puranaadi pancharatra vidhim vina aikantike harer bhakti utpataya eva kalpate emotion like chaitanya mahaprabhu he was showing mahabhav and all the pure devotees they have You know, romance, compassion, tarang, bhajo, vande guru, Sri Charanaravindam. In the morning, we are singing Mangalarti song. He has all ecstatic symptoms. These are all emotions, right? Ashta sattvika vikar. But all these are based on complete knowledge. You know, 
uh, it's play based on the platform of uh, spiritual so of course we cannot imitate oh suddenly i'm having tears prabhu i'm also having tears when i'm chanting uh, this is bogus we have to be the real thing is that we have to be uh, attached to serving krishna all the time always be in the mood of service hmm. we don't need to imitate great devotees no need we will in fact we will fall down if we imitate uh, we will fall down so we have to be careful and but develop our attachment and sincerely no need to show anybody we just need to be very honest with our be very honest with ourselves and continue with our you know devotional life okay next krishna suyoga prabhu ji after shankara but shankaracharya wrote jagannath ashtakam yes we are not against shankaracharya but his philosophy is to be criticized he is a devotee he is lord shiva himself i have explained this many times i don't want to go into that whole again whole thing again uh, so many verses are there in the chaitanya charitamrita also from the quoted from the padma puran and shiva puran that shiva lord shiva was ordered by lord, lord narayana to come down as shankaracharya to bewilder the atheists with a twisted philosophy and he did that service perfectly he twisted the philosophy so nicely that everybody became bewildered but internally he is always a devotee so he wrote jagannath ashtakam yes so we don't criticize the personality of shankaracharya but his philosophy is thoroughly criticized by vaishnavas to save the rest of the people not because of hatred for shankaracharya no it's not going to hatred it's again educating the masses hmm next 17.4 fig fig is saying 17.4 purport it is said similarly those who are in the mode of passion worship the demons we recall that during the second world war a man in calcutta worshiped hitler because thanks to that war he had amassed a last large amount of wealth by dealing in the black market similarly those in the mode of modes of passion and ignorance generally select a powerful man to be god does this mean if hitler is worshiped as a pure devotee he will bestow devotional service i don't understand why why hitler is to be worshiped as a pure devotee and how will he bestow devotional service i don't understand the question though okay next question bhakta virendra is there any chance of sankhya yogis becoming gyani yogis since they analyze the material world and they, they have chance of getting entangled in the material world um there are two sankhya yogas as we know atheistic sankhya philosophy and theistic sankhya philosophy so the devotees they concern themselves with the theistic sankhya philosophy uh, propounded by kapila dev lord kapila the atheistic kapila he propounded uh, atheistic sankhya philosophy uh, that yes one ends up as a gyani actually it is not full of gyana is actually agnana mm, because it's ignorance still so anyway yeah they can go into that path impersonalistic path if they go to the atheistic sankhya philosophy but theistic sankhya philosophy no because uh soul and super soul is also counted among that sank- sankhya that counting hmm ah yes premikas prabhu is correct he is correcting the fact ekadashi you can pluck tulasi leaves but dwadashi you cannot pluck correct premikas prabhu thank you very much i completely i was not thinking about it you are right dwadashi you should not ekadashi you can pluck dwadashi you cannot pluck anyway i don't know the reason why next Hmm. 
Manadaksh Mataji is saying, if I am not wrong, you had told during the session on Ekadasi, Tulusi is not plucked because even she also observes the fasting. No, I, I don't think I said that. Um, actually, she on Dvadasi you should not pluck, not on Ekadasi, on Dvadasi. Anyway, I don't know the exact reason. All right, I think that's the end of the session. Thank you very much for coming. Wow, that's almost two hours, more than two hours. I wanted to actually end quickly today, about one one, one hour plus. Thank you very much. Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Anand Kodi Vaishnava Vrind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.